Welcome back to the Hush Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about morality and why you specifically are so corrupt. I'm not the state, here with my fellow hosts, Heliomancer and Madison Gray. You guys care to introduce yourselves? Yes, hello. I'm Heliomancer and poo poo pee pee, pee pee poo poo, poo poo pee pee, poo poo, poo poo pee pee. Hi, I'm Madison Gray, and I just wanted to say today is a massive step for pee pee and a small step for poo poo. Welcome to the show. What are we talking about today? Yeah, um, I think, um, I think, I think the best way to sum up, like, what, what, I don't know, I think the most recent, most recent, uh, appalling thing that I've ever seen, like, any celebrities that, that I guess I follow do is, uh, way back in 2018. Do you remember when, uh, Joshua Hami kicked that, uh, photographer in the face? The did that thing that we all want to do to photographers when they take pictures of us and charge too much money and i mean like um like everybody was dogging this guy i mean yeah i mean i guess that that's you know the right reaction to sort of like you know whenever you kick some fucking fucking photographer in the face but um it's funny well, that they can just it? did he ever talk he, about he, was, did it? he was drunk and he was having so, a good time and so he, he was, was josh homie and himself yeah i mean he's he's not known for making the best decisions on the planet let's be clear here i i just i thought there was something deeper to it because i i remember no. seeing a video from like that same year where uh it, there literally wasn't I, I don't think he even excused himself he actually went on record to apologize and said well if you if you need to press charges you know we we understand um i mean he he handled it probably as well as Joshua Hami could have handled it in the situation, but I mean, aside from kicking a photographer in the face, but what, what interested me was just like all the, the, the soapboxing, just standing up and being like, you should feel ashamed and all this, while, while everybody's just going around and just uh, like literally licking the ground that people like Marilyn Manson walk on and just just like letting all these other like rappers just well wasn't this literally women and wasn't this literally a year before everyone finally got on r kelly after r kelly had like repeatedly been like a, a rapist oh, well, nobody's, called out nobody's really and didn't he pee on a 15 year old girl like five years before that or something I mean that that's that's old history. That look one. at look at Drake. Look at fucking Drake. I mean the dude's literally groomed a, an underage model and he's oh yeah, still, and, then, and then he has really number one album the same month. Yeah, that, he, he's, that he's still out. in he's still in everyone's top ten, and everybody's still fucking memes on him. But I don't see him like paying reparations, and it's just no, like, like it, it faded out of mainstream topics so fast. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean that's just something, that's something I've noticed, like. um I know everyone hates when you talk about cancel culture because then, you know, you have like the boomerites, oh, cancel culture, cancel culture, freaking out. And then you have mm -hmm. uh, the people on the left pretending that oh, cancel I, culture I is oh, it's, accounta it's accountability culture. And like, there's no like actual, you know, acknowledgement on either side hey, of reality. Quickly, quickly, for the sake huh. of the podcast, though, I should, I should probably just say that I do not condone kicking photographers in the face. I just think it's hilarious. Uh, for me, it depends on their prices. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what you, might be, you might be poor. I don't know. Killed my family. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I used to be friends with some photographers, and uh, and uh, they, I, photographers are are really interesting to me because 
what they do is something that's kind of very essential for almost any sort of like content producer, whether you're a musician, a uh, director, an actor, a model, or whatever it be. Um, but they either they're they're both the most overpriced and over like inflated ego type people you'll meet, but also the most like stepped on and abused people in the industry you'll ever meet because you'll find these like amazing photographers that work their asses off and they're they're super good editors they're real fast on their turnaround they take great pictures uh and they they really hustle and then like those guys make no money those photographers make almost no money or they make just enough to keep the lights on and then you have some like dumbass dude who who used his uh you know he, he used his extra cash from his cushy job to go buy some dslr camera and he's taking pictures of like fucking flowers and the sky and the most basic shit in the world and that dude's selling those pictures online and licensing them for like hundreds of dollars so i i've always found photography very interesting in that regard <laughs> those people get the uh both the best and the worst end of the stick yeah but I mean that that's really off topic. I, I don't know. I guess I just had to go on a tangent about it. But I mean, it just goes to show that that you could literally become a photographer overnight if you know how to do angles and have a really nice camera. Yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, I, I guess that I mean, would I mean, explain. I feel like there's more that goes there's into a, there's it. There's an art like to it. There's theory and yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely a, a, an Especially art lighting. skill to it. Um, but there there's a lot of people because I think. This kind of comes into something totally off topic, but I want to talk about this for a second, and that's uh, the death of art. Um, we've seen that in cinema, we've seen that in music, we've seen that in just about every field, and like the bar has just been lowered so much in every yeah. field that people are amazed by like, oh look at this like iPhone photo I took uh, today of like my dog, and it's it's got semi good lighting because I took it next have to the window. Have you seen that? That kind of reminds me. Like, have you seen the fucking like? I mean, I know TikTok is cringe, but have you seen their ads, dude? Like every time I see it, it's just like, are you trying to? Do you think I'm a toddler? Do you think I'm just gonna download this yes. app because you showed me a small image of a fucking turtle eating yes. a strawberry? Yeah. Like yes, bro. <laughs> people have like, the why? people have the attention spans of six-year-olds and mm -hmm. are so in their own heads to where i don't know i tiktok like, I is the severe ultimate. adhd and i'm capable <laughs> of focusing me, harder than these people <laughs> tiktok to me is the most ultimate form of regression because you'll mm -hmm. go on there and it's like unironically like 30 and 40 year olds are on there on a, no, an app TikTok, designed for children talking the, the about the only good thing fucking from Pokemon. tiktok is the absolute ungodly amount of fucking cringe that comes off of that app that is the only thing worthwhile but it's not even a redeeming enough factor that and in <laughs> based tiktok i mean based tiktok is yeah. kind of dead but i remember when tiktok first kind of like came around in 2018 there was straight up poll posting going on on there yeah and it was the it was so funny because i'm just like i thought this was an app for kids but you know like yeah. recently I've kind of seen like a slight resurface of that and I'm just like you know what is there hope uh but yeah yeah our oh, Chinese um, propaganda app is is finally giving us just a just a speck of, of halfway decent content that's kind of funny you, ever, you mm. think it's weird that the number one TikToker is like an underage girl whose content primarily focuses around shaking her ass and skimpy clothes it's almost like TikTok is designed to exploit children or something. I mean, they said it's an app for kids. Well, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a, a direct result of, like, 
of it's something that happens in media as a whole where you know you you have something that is targeted and initially made for kids and then you get adults who become interested in it for whatever reason whatever however they hello fellow kids and then (laughs) and then um and then it kind of gets derailed and is like oh this has always been an adult thing why are there kids here all, like all the, all the freaking lesbians on there and posting uh, like, like thirst yeah, and then, all the time. They're complaining about kids finding their... Yeah, and, their and then you and then you have like the whole like, I guess like re-takeover or like redemption aspect, I guess, of like these kids being like, no, this is our app. Like this was literally designed for us. And then you get these kids who start acting more adultish. I mean, you, you see that kind of thing happen, especially with um, cosmetic products. Like a good example is like Lip Smackers. Lip Smackers was initially Lip like smackers. campaigned for fucking adults, literally. Like it was chapstick for adults. And then eventually yeah. it, it got kind of derailed and is now marketed primarily to kids. It, it, it's kind of a similar thing, well, I think. Well, I, I was originally going to say this is really off topic, but honestly, it kind of feeds right into what I'm talking about and just how morally bankrupt people are these days with what they tolerate you know I've seen some fucked up shit just on I mean (laughs) on your you page (laughs) no I don't I don't I don't use TikTok thank Uh, god Um, mostly because my phone's software is crap and it can't handle the ungodly amount of memory that it takes but also because it's but yeah not like like just outright gluttony just like people just well, well there's their that faces. but i mean what i was what i was gonna say and where i think it really fits in is uh you'll get canceled online uh for for making an edgy joke or or for like some edgy tweet or a bad take you had a few years ago that was dug up on like facebook or twitter or youtube or something right. um or in you know something more relevant i guess to what we're talking about today um you know people want to cancel artists uh like like this was happening with nick cave actually uh where because he has some really raunchy and and some you know obviously not very pc songs that he he had in the past and i mean nick cave is almost famous for that uh and and people will cancel him for that but then you'll have literal kids doing like sexed out shit all over tiktok and you'll have like the whole drag kid thing going on where we pretend it's not sexual we pretend that that's not you know, Even degenerate. Even though it's inherently sexual. And then, and, then, and then people will sit there and they'll defend it, and, and that's okay. You know, that's well, totally fine. Actually, that's not morally bankrupt. That's not gross. The very first time but I've been blocked on Twitter... No, the very first time... Oh, sorry. No, the very first time I ever got, like, like actually blocked on Twitter was from one guy. Basically, <laughs> this was right around the time that Cuties came out. So, um, I was basically like, anybody who's defending this is like, full of it, like, I don't, I don't get it, like, what, what's so political about this movie, it's just horrible. Um, like, what's so empowering about this, and, and some guy basically tried to say that, um, the movie is about how dumb Americans are and all this shit and how, how we just like oppress our kids' sexuality and stuff. It's like they're kids, bro. Like your like, kids' sexuality. Me. Right yeah, there. Like, That's what, that yeah. Face the wall. Compelling like, argument. When I was face the wall. when I was when I was eleven years old, I mean yeah, I was curious about sex, but that didn't mean that it needed to be exploited by adults yeah, for that's a fucking not, talking. That's not point. an invitation an invitation. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not you know, gonna go out 
and call that sexuality. That's just straight up being it's a curious puberty. human mm-hmm. going through puberty. Yeah, right? it, like, it's growing up. It's, it, you know, kids that, that are doesn't need to be taken by adults. That needs to be gone through as an in, on an individual basis and guided by, by healthy, like, you know, parental hopefully figures. parental figures yeah. that know about it and can guide their kids through the right steps. And hopefully they can make the right decisions or be responsible about themselves. But that's like thrown to the wayside because that doesn't you know everything's all about do yeah. what you want do as thou wilt you know and and it's just nobody cares about what doing what you must it's all about what you will holistic what Crowley you want was a fucking cunt um, yeah i, I yeah I, I he hate, was all I, I and mean, a, and a, i am and a directly referencing that too and, yeah and a the, pedophile and he's he's pre- i mean that kind of goes again it's kind of falling back into it but cuties before i even touch on um that that, that uh, needs a whole episode on <laughs> um, before i talk about our satanic pedophile overlord you know you know satanic pedophile jesus if you will because everyone loves to praise this guy and forget about what a piece of shit he was um cuties is a really good example because you had all these people that turned it into like a political issue for some reason which made no sense to me and they claimed they claimed that it was a critique on uh sexual exploitation of children by sexually exploiting children and you'll see all these people oh, say like, oh that's not what the movie's about and blah 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 i'm sorry but if, if you have a literal 11 year olds dressing slutty dancing slutty dancing sexually and you have long if there's a single scene or something like that where it's it's there for shock value to kind of get a point across i i can understand that but the whole movie is full of that like um you know, the scene. That, that's the thing. Like I they're like, like nobody's arguing about that the subject of the fucking movie. Everybody, you know, nobody's trying to say that 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 they don't understand what the movie's trying to do. They know every. I'm pretty sure even people who hate the movie know that it's trying to say something. But at the same time, it's not about that. It's it's mm. oftentimes not even the subject when people bring the shit up. It's about more along the lines of why would you make children do this if you're trying to say this. Why the hell would you need children basically it's stripping down? It's almost as if it's a there. smoke screen. It's almost as if that's their excuse. Oh, we made this thing and we're putting it out there. We're trying. But to every time you listen to this. Jordan Peterson, every time you listen to Jordan Peterson, he's apparently dog whistling at you, even though he's a fucking Canadian. No, liberal. no, seriously. <laughs> well, well, there was a. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. We we can't be a fan of H.P. Lovecraft because he named his cat the N word. And he was a, a, you know, a super racist dude back a hundred years ago in the twenties. I'm sure he fucking loved that cat. He did. I mean, he immortalized he that cat in multiple stories. But, but you know, we can't, we can't be fans of H.P. Lovecraft from that. We can't even enjoy his stories without I disavow uh, this guy who literally died hundreds of years ago or a hundred years ago. <laughs> that was a severe <laughs> autist that grew up in the backwoods of frickin' New England. You know, we have yeah. to sit there and we go through that. The most then, racist part of America in the yeah. most racist time frame. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah, he but was no. a little bit edgy for his time, but only because he, he he thought that the fucking that we shouldn't have fucking even fought the Brits. You know, yeah, <laughs> but, but we're gonna sit there and we we're gonna talk about how we can't have that. We we can't we can't have Mark Twain in uh, high schools anymore because uh, Huckleberry Finn is apparently racist, even though it's about racism and how wrong it is. We got to get rid of that. We got to cancel that. That's morally reprehensible. But cuties is okay. Cuties is good to have. Oh, it's a powerful message. And these same, these same, just disgusting people will argue about that. And and 
you know, it goes back to these celebrities. It goes right back to Drake, you know, where Drake is literally grooming an underage girl, waiting until she is 18 to screw her. And then mm-hmm. he gets a free pass on that. We kind of talk about that. We talk about it, it's kind of gross. And then we forget about it. You know, we'll just let him go on with his life. But then we're trying to cancel Kanye because he's a Christian now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, because what, he what voted world? for somebody that we don't like. Well, oh, no, yeah, do, because I he had some kind hot of takes. Um, ironic, though, because you get instances like that. And then you have instances with people um, who are purely internet famous, uh, like Onision. Who, oh man! Like, like that's you know, a whole other kind of worms, worms, I know. But, <laughs> but you guys like kombucha. <laughs> but then this you get is my like vegetarian body. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> um, but then you get people like him, where people like it's never lived down which i'm not saying it should be you know obviously the shit he did was not okay but you get people like him who are like a level fucking internet literally harassing his kids which i don't care how reprehensible onision is you can you can ridicule that man until Mm. you know until he's dead i don't care but leave his children out of it you know exactly like where does but where does that line like where does that line get drawn because you know they both did fucked up shit obviously They're, they're both contemnable but why why are people like onision still being bombarded across because the onision is a content farm to milk money out of by making content and streams and videos about him and drake isn't it's popular to hate onision but but drake made hotline bling he made whatever i don't like drake so i don't follow his stupid songs but he has all these hit songs and he's still a hit artist somehow so with him, he, he gets the free pass. Hotline bling so much. It's just <laughs> such a dumb song in the fucking world. But, like, but I mean, let's also talk about Trump. Please text for a second. me, babe. Like, like Trump. Trump. Yeah. Whether whether you love or hate Trump, you know, you can criticize him. I don't really care. But we're gonna sit there and and let people have free game at attacking his kids. And I'm not talking like, you know, Don Jr. You know, some 30 or 40 year old man. But they the were talking Baron, yeah. Yeah, they were they were dogging Baron and Baron was like what, thirteen? Yeah. Like, bro, just let him go fucking play Minecraft on his computer with his friends. <laughs> let, he does not want to be at kid. this conference. He yeah, doesn't let, even know what the hell people are talking about. Yeah, let 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 the poor kid be a kid. You know, he doesn't need to be ridiculed. But that's no, again, that's that's A OK. You're allowed to bully them, but if I talk about how Desmond is amazing is being exploited by his parents and is being used to normalize pedophilia all of a sudden i'm transphobic i hate kids i'm homophobic i'm all the i'm all these different phobes apparently because i don't like the fact that they're sexually exploiting a child to normalize you know adult sexual behavior with kids and then when all of the allegations came out i don't i I don't understand how people were so shocked at what was being said happened um, like, it, was it awful? Yes. Well, um, uh, well you, funny enough, we- uh, if we go back to 2019 when that whole Desmond is Amazing thing was happening, what I found, what I found really horrific was at the same time where the Covington kids thing and you had the uh, tactical assault smirks by Catholic I, I, I kids. Need, I need, I people, need context. Who the hell is Desmond is Amazing? He was the drag kid that was being put on BuzzFeed and Now This, and uh, oh. I think they even had him on freaking Jimmy Kimmel um, oh, no. and all that kind of stuff. Like, it, it was 
it was real bad. But uh, I'm not sure if it was him, but there was another drag kid. And this is this article is almost impossible to find now. And it, I'll look for it uh, and I'll link it in the description um, if I can find it. But there was a drag queen who got naked and exposed himself to I don't think he, I don't know if it was Desmond or another drag kid. I don't remember. Um, but he exposed himself to him. You know, and was naked. And there's even a picture of him cupping his balls behind oh this drag kid uh, backstage at one of those events, and that was brushed under the rug. We no one well, talked yeah, about it. Yeah, I remember it. seeing a bunch of pictures surfacing at yeah. one point of these young kids in some kind of like green room at one of mm-hmm. these events, and they're surrounded with fucking copious amounts of drugs and paraphernalia and yeah like, the and parents are just kind of sitting off to the side like yeah this yeah is but normal. this was all happening at the same time that we were supposed to be canceling the covington kids because uh, i guess uh, i guess nick sandman uh, smirks too hard at at the uh, black israelites which is also funny because that was the apparent group they were being racist to by sitting there and smiling at uh, and smirking at them while they were verbally you know just attacking them and uh, the black israelites if anyone is unfamiliar they're they're not some civil rights group they're not even they're not even like something like blm the black israelites are extremely reprehensible group like they sit there on the streets of new york and uh you know scream about how they want to rape white women and put asians into slavery and yeah, the the das right. Have you ever heard the das the, the right? You know, uh, sound clip. That's where it came from. There's endless videos uh, of these dudes, but that was that's who was attacking them. Um, but again, we're supposed to cancel them. We're supposed to attack them. We're supposed to look at the Covington kids as being these racist, horrible people, even though they were just some Catholic teenagers in Trump hats uh, that weren't really saying anything bad. You and then at the same time, anything nowadays though. That's the thing. Yeah, like, it, it just. <laughs> yeah, but even the, go on. You're not even allowed to fucking smirk at these people, and, and you know that that's the thing. Like a smirk could mean a lot of things. A smirk couldn't even mean like something that's going on in the present. It could just mean something that popped up in your head. That all, yeah, I mean, obviously that's not the case here, but I mean, you know, or you can't maybe it's a response smirk. to being stuck in a really awkward and hostile situation, and a lot of people's nervous reaction is to smile. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I've been and, there before. Yeah, but I mean, that's not even the point. Like, I'm not even just trying to say, oh, well, you you can't even smirk. Like, that that's a whole nother topic for another day. But it's just the dichotomy of literally within that same like January, February, 2019 block. You know, that whole thing went on while it was all being brushed under the rug about all that drag kid stuff. And then if you talked about it again, you were homophobic or you were transphobic, and it, it just it, it's disgusting. Dude, I, I called. I, I was called a fat phobe once because I didn't like the fact that um, that uh, what's her name, uh, Lizzo was like shaking her big fat thonged ass at the NBA in front of a bunch of kids, and I was just like, I think that's a bit, bit much for a fucking sport event, you know? <laughs> I mean, that kind of. <laughs> and they were like, oh, you're you're fat shaming. It's like, oh no, not really. I mean, no, I, I just think it's not about a sweetie bitch too. Are you not liberated and enlightened, homie? Uh, yeah. You can I'll keep your, you, you can you. be sexually and liberated all you want. Just keep it away from kids and from like family uh, yeah, events. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's one thing. It's one thing. Like, yeah, yeah it's I one don't thing think to make it, a ju- Sorry. Enough. It's cool. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think the world needs to see you shake your fucking like two foot black dildo around. You know, especially not in front of kids. 
I don't think you should have to explain. I, I don't think like. I don't know. I just I just feel like there's a lot of things that shouldn't be put into light. I just light. think it's really it's really funny to look back just a few years ago and the absolute outrage Miley Cyrus got for twerking on television. Right. And now and now what's just like oh uh, yeah get a that's, bucket that's music. and a mop for that what? <laughs> no seriously yeah like, no for real. no there's there's how, straight how up there is a here? song it's so there is a song on mainstream hip hop radio and I heard it the other day I was working at the time and. Somebody said it to the fucking hip-hop station, and I shit you not, the fucking chorus of the song is literally, fuck him, then I get some money. Yeah, that's, that's what our kids are going to be listening that's to WAP. in the future. That's, that's WAP. And I mean, like... The, no, again, it wasn't even WAP. It oh, wasn't, wasn't even... It was, it was a different fucking song. Like, I, I think I it might have been by Megan The Stallion. I that. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not in, in, you know, I'm not really trying to, you know, discredit horror anthems. They're, 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 they're tales old as time. But the thing is, is that they're not normally songs you'd hear on the mainstream pop stations on the fucking radio. Like that wasn't on a Spotify playlist either. It was straight up. We didn't have anything to hook up into, so we played the radio, and that was one of the songs that was playing on repeat. It was fucking, yeah. then I get some money. Yeah, that's what that's a prime example of what our kids need to be learning. I mean, I mean, this kind of segues back into this kind of segues back into what we're talking about because I mean, like, I I was about to bring up that Chris Brown. Well, I was going to bring back up that Chris Brown song that you were talking to me about the other day. Oh yeah, and and also just Chris Brown as a person because it's like Chris Chris Brown is a serial womanizer and he still played on mainstream radio. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously he still gets more criticism than someone like Drake, for example, for you know being a groomer. Yeah, but he um, also gets but he's just still, as much opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Whereas somebody like, um, let's be more current, and I'm definitely not playing his defense force, but like Marilyn Manson has been absolutely canceled at this point. And now, um, unless it, it's really divided, but uh, you know, not he's, on 99.5 Kiss. <laughs> uh, but Marilyn Manson, Sorry. I mean, he's not really being played on radio anymore, uh, to my knowledge, and he's been pretty. Uh, pretty shunned by Hollywood. I mean, obviously, there's a the huge amount of fans that he has that still sim for him, and you know, are more angry about him becoming a Christian than him uh, being an abusive, rapist, grooming piece of shit. But you know, his his career ended when all that stuff came out for the most part, right? Like he got dropped by uh, Lorna Vista Recordings. Uh, a good chunk of his former bandmates and associates completely like, you know, dropped him and wanted nothing to do with him. And all that, but like Chris Brown, I mean, Chris Brown literally was doing songs with DJ Khaled and Drake and all these other guys just a year after he turned Rihanna's face into hamburger. Mm-hmm. And he's making like top number one hits, of, and the whole I, God, <laughs> so the whole okay. song, <laughs> the whole song is just about him with your bitch in the club. And, and it's not even about anything else. He doesn't talk about his money for that long. He doesn't talk about his, his fame or anything. I mean, yeah, he mentions it. Those are just asides, though, because the whole point is he's he's with your bitch, and she's saying that, that you and her just are just homies, and, 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 and he's got proof, and do you want to see the proof? And, and then the whole song ends up, it gets wrapped up by... You know, just beautiful, beautiful wordplay. Um, gets wrapped up by the line... Eat the bush, eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> just, and this is 
This is what we canceled fucking it's Queens of the Stone Age for, y'all. This is what we canceled. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, again, Josh Homie gets canceled because he kicked somebody in the face, which again is reprehensible. <laughs> but you know, yeah. you have Chris Brown, where there's there's so it's many pictures compared to the amount of shit that like you know, it's like. Well, how I don't about think how about like I mentioned R. Kelly earlier peeing on the fifteen the fifteen year old? I think that happened in like two thousand two two thousand three. And he went on to continue to have like a really prosperous career, have his career die, and then have his career revived until it died but again. Where all have a that stuff came out again. Career too. I can guarantee you. He's yeah, have more a than more career. than likely, and and it's it's fucked up because it's like this isn't like a guy who had like a again it's like Josh Homie where it's something where it's like yeah that's reprehensible and yeah that's like not a good thing to do. But mm. that, in my opinion, that's something that's forgivable. Like, are you still scummy for doing that? Sure, but. You know, that's that's not something where I'm looking at you like, oh, you're a horrible person. It's like, no, you're a drunk idiot that ended up hurting somebody. You know, pay for their hospital bills. Yeah. Make sure things are good with them. You know, don't do it again. And uh, I mean, and, and again, like warn your photographers ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to say, you know, no harm, no foul, you know, whatever. But but like she kind of went on to just take photographs of the rest of the event. So it's not even really that he straight up fucking like put all of his force behind his big meaty yeah. legs and just kicked her like fucking Leonidas kicked that Persian down that fucking well but you know I mean <laughs> you know it, it just yeah it, just it wasn't it like wasn't it of... wasn't Lena Dunham putting Sam Hyde in a self-defense still... situation <laughs> it's self-defense <laughs> stop <laughs> that hypothetical is just too much for for anyone really <laughs> but you know it's it's like even to this day i see like anytime he's mentioned like anywhere even if it's outside of that it's like oh man i don't kick women in the face it's like well that's a good standard first of all but second like <laughs> well first of all i'm glad you said that you know because when i walked in the very first thing i thought when i saw that profile picture and nothing else attached to it was damn i bet this guy kicks women in the face but but then you went on and said, "Oh, I don't kick women in the face," and and that really. Anyway, you know, it's just it's just virtue signaling, you know. Yeah, well, I it's mean, virtue signaling because I mean, like, look at a look at a smaller yet more notorious example, and it's Davi Vanity and Blood on the Dance Floor. Like, yeah, they were outed for being like pedos. I want to uh, I want to rip on him for being bald, but I'm bald, times. so I can't really you know talk. Yeah, too but much you're shit. bald. You're bald by choice. He's <laughs> he's bald by genetics. Oh no no no! Parts of it are genetics, but Can still. Can I buy you a Dolly Vanity wig, please? <laughs> oh my god! But, but uh, the thing I'd, of, the thing I'd wear it for is, Halloween. It was it was but, notorious. But you'd have to keep me away from kids. Uh, oh. <laughs> but but no, like Davi Davi was notorious for like like since since I've heard about them when they came out in like 2010 when I was when I was in middle school. It was well known that this dude was a monster behind the scenes and that he was taking advantage of girls and that he was just a, a complete pig. There was just a lot of that everything musically stand for made him an era. But but I mean, human being, I mean, he would. They, I mean, they were still getting slots on Warp Tour. They were doing big shows. They were they were they got, forced. They to got be a lot of way after from yeah. from other artists strictly because of that because it brought controversy yeah like yeah they, no, they, they wanted that attention yeah and it's 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 really telling for me because again it took it took their career dying and a year have, after they broke up for 
uh, not the I, pedophile I, I, stuff to come back and bite him in the ass, but you know, all of a sudden, I, I guess, uh, I guess Jay or, or he goes by Dahlia now, I think. Um, yeah, was I, on I have some... I have a confession that I need to make like uh. right now. I just wanna I just wanna find Davi Vanity, right? Vanity. I wanna find Davi Vanity, and I just wanna bend him over, and I just wanna like change his life, you know. Wanna I'm sure that's I'm sure that's where stage. you're going with that, but um, but yeah, no, I mean like his allegations uh, had been before even the first iteration of Blood and the Dance Floor was a thing. Like, are you serious? I thought it at least took him some time to warm into that kind uh, of thing. No, it was no. I mean, there was immediate. A, I so I usually hate Huffington Post. I, I think Huffington Post is uh, is a dumbass fucking. You know, BuzzFeed alternative, but I have credit to give them, and that's when they when they Diet did Buzz dig, feed. when they did dig into the Davi Vanity stuff in 2018, uh, they tracked down some they tracked down a story about him that happened back in I think like 2007 2008, where he took advantage of and by take advantage I mean fully take advantage of a 16 year old who he told he was going to do her hair and he never did he just sexually assaulted her. And uh, and that was that was the thing way back then. So it, it's not like this stuff started happening after he got some fame and, and got access. This was way back then, and you know it wasn't until you know 2018, 10 years later, that all of a sudden it's coming up. And and 10 yeah, years after their success, that's all. All of a sudden now everyone's on the fuck blowing the dance floor train. Now everyone's on the uh, Dolly Vanny's a pedophile train. But for a long time, people defended it. People, you know, gave it a free pass. People ignored it, and it's just absolutely disgusting, you know. And uh, I mean, the whole Warp Tour scene was full of of people like that, of just like nasty groomers and and uh, you know, pedos who took advantage of the uh, Warp Tour. I'm kind and of it's, I'm, uh, audience. I'm, I'm kind of like obviously biased because I, I bypassed my emo phase entirely. I just went straight into a heavy metal grunge phase, which is really just emo but like a decade Boomer earlier think about it yeah but um the thing about it though is like do you think people who actually used to appreciate blood on the dance floor just musically would be able to separate dobby vanity from it now knowing what they know now uh no do you think that's uh, even no, possible I don't, I don't think so i mean because I, I mean i can still listen to queens of the stone age and not get murderously fucking angry at a man who kicked a woman in the face i think you the know difference... unprovoked I think the difference is in the uh, is in the content itself. So like Queens of the Stone Age doesn't sing about being a misog. I mean, they have some misogynist. I think songs, they might sometimes. They, actually. But, they don't, but that's not the point of the band, right? Like that's no. not the whole thing. There's it's a not lot fuck to women. It it's, where, it's probably fuck this one particular woman, but it's not about fuck women. Yeah, you know? but that's just that's just music in general. Like I don't think that's reprehensible. But I mean, like, it's not all about it. Whereas, uh, Blood in the Dance Floor's whole thing, like, they were notorious. Like, sure, they had these, like, fruitcakey, like, everything's going to be all right, guys. Love and hugs. Well, they're horrible people behind the scenes. But, uh, a lot of their most notorious music and what made them famous was their very, like, overly sexed out, comedically sexed out music. You know, songs like Sexting or Scream for My Ice Cream or Candyland and all those big songs that they had, all of them were just about, you know, getting head or screwing girls or, or just all that kind of stuff. So it's not really something you can separate because it's it was never a mystery as to who they were talking about and their fan base has always been younger kids. So with them, no. Like I I'll give Drake 
I'm not gonna give him a pass. Uh, he's a piece of shit. But at least with Drake, you know, for most of his career, he's very obviously been talking about like of age girls and a lot of times celebrities and things like that. Whereas with you know, well, on the dance floor, it's it, it's always been a gray area and. It's never directly been, you know, above age, and that's been with them the whole time. Like, Drake was never, at least for me, on my creep radar until way later into his career, you know? He just came across as your typical wannabe rapper for a long time that ended up making the dream. So, like, I can even understand separating him, and, and even um, Marilyn Manson, for example, like... Uh, I don't. I don't look down on. I look down on people who want to give Manson a free pass purely because they they love him or whatever. But I'll never begrudge anybody for still you know bumping Antichrist Superstar or Mechanical Animals mm. or or any of that because you know those albums are not about him womanizing girls and grooming girls and beating people mm -hmm. and being an abusive piece of trash. And whenever that stuff was there, it was usually under the veil of a character and a story that he was portraying, right? Yeah. So there's a degree of separation. Now, I'll look down on you if you look past all that and you're still posting MM all over Facebook and Instagram and you're still like like oh yeah, MM's innocent, you know, you're all all over that stuff. I'll 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 disrespect you then. <laughs> you know, I'll judge you then, but I won't judge you for not wanting to give up an album that you grew up with that means the world to you, especially you know, if the music isn't focused on that. Someone that I find um, interesting, it, it would be someone like Michael Jackson, because, you know, all of that shit kind of came to surface right at the end of his life. Um, so you had all of these people kind of having that, you know, moral compass problem. Um, like, do I support? Do I not support? And then in the end, he ended up dying anyway. So it was it kind of like washed away by the wayside. One thing that one thing that I really I was like kind of still a kid when this happened, when he actually died. Mm -hmm. And um, whether you're, I don't know what side y'all stand on the Michael Jackson thing, because I mean, there's still a lot of people saying that, you know, that it was faked. But um when I when no, whenever he I died, believe it. I believe whenever he, had he an died. Entire, like what was it called, Neverland? That entire yeah, rant yeah, from me, like that's not fake. Yeah. Well, so the thing about it is, like when he died, I was kind of like, well, good riddance, right? And I was right at the time, I was across like the fucking way from like some construction worker at the time. The construction worker looked up at me. Um, you know, probably done more for society than Michael Jackson ever will, personally, just by his own fucking job. And he's like, you know, Michael Jackson makes more money than you'll ever make. I I'm always like, love how that's a response. They're more famous like, and successful than you, but they're- I'm not a piece of shit. It's like, it's like, yeah, but like, Michael Jackson fucking rapes kids, so what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people... <laughs> how many? People... Uh, is that an excuse, or is that, like, how much money do you have to make to just, like, you know, get away with something like that, is really what he's saying, and apparently Michael Jackson's net worth is just right there. You know? Yeah, but, but that's, that's just people in general, they don't want to look at... That's the line. I don't think anyone wants to look at their heroes or look at people that they really enjoy and... and 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 see them for who they actually are versus who they I think, portray I think you know hero worship is probably one of the most fucking like or idol worship in general it's like one of the most fucking cringe things anyone can do i mean yeah looking up to somebody is great and all like admiring someone for something really specific isn't you know it's well, not unhealthy to do that but but looking past people 
you know, <laughs> like you can you can you can easily say like say for instance like I don't know like one of my favorite bassists in the world is Cliff Burton I guess right well what if I discover one day that Cliff Burton went off and he he killed some innocent hitchhiker or some shit <laughs> you know somewhere you know we just now figured it out and um, you know and I have a choice at that point it's like do I still say I love Cliff Burton or do I say I love him or I love the way that he used to fucking shred that bass you know I mean either either or you know but i mean yeah but i mean a like, lot of people have problems with that distinction i think um yeah well because people people i think are too surface level to to make that distinction because it's like you don't i think a lot of people can't separate the art from the artist and that's where all this kind of comes from because again this is for, why i it, this is why i idolize fictional characters because <laughs> they can't have a criminal past yeah, <laughs> unless jk rowling's writing the book and she'll just change the, uh, the lore right on spot on twitter no the only thing the only thing she'll change at the last minute is whether or not someone has a late life circumcision <laughs> ronald weasley didn't she confirm that da uh davi not da davi. davi was rocking it davi knocker yeah. bro it davi was hanging below his dog. knees yeah he had to wrap it around himself so it wouldn't fucking hang below that stupid pillowcase <laughs> um but but no i mean like idol worship kind of comes into the whole play of this question because Again, all these people, once they're washed up and no one likes them anymore, like like Louis C.K. for example, uh, they'll they'll crucify that guy, right? They'll they'll crucify him into oblivion. He's not allowed to be a comedian anymore. You're not allowed to like him anymore. All that kind of stuff. Um, and then someone in the middle would be someone like Marilyn Manson, where half half the consensus is this guy's over. We don't listen to his music. We don't like him. And the other half can't let go. Uh, and 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 no, he's innocent. And oh, but he made this album I like. And blah, you know, because of course they can't just say, I still like his music even though he's a bad person. Um, well, people can make then, that distinction easily with the yeah. Lost Prophets, apparently, but they can't <laughs> yeah, do it yeah, with exactly, everyone else. Exactly. That's a whole. That is. Oh god, I don't even want to get into. <laughs> I met like at least three people in high school that were like, "Look, I know about that." Like at the time, I didn't. I had no idea what the singer did, and they wouldn't talk to me about what the singer did. They'd be like, "Look, I know what the singer did and all that, but I just really still like this band. I, I can like it outside of that." And then I was like, okay, well, that's nice. That's a nice little fucking pop punk anthem you got going on. And then later that night, I get morbidly curious, go on Wikipedia and type in Lost Prophets and immediately regret everything. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> you know? God, yeah, it's a whole thing. But I mean, again, it, it, it goes back to where I was going, the third end of that spectrum, like the third road in this like, you know, three, three, three forked or a three-pronged forked road <laughs> is, uh, you know, you have one denial. Did you, just, did two, you just say Pitchfork? I love Pitchfork. God. It's my favorite site ever. Oh, my God. They, they, their reviews are just... Sorry. I'm Shut sorry. up, Anthony. <laughs> Shut up, Melonhead. Um, but, but you'll have, again, you'll have one road where it's uh, total denial. They're innocent. You'll have road number two where no matter what they did, whether it was something extreme or something you know relatively minor um and and we can't like them ever they're canceled forever uh or it's or it's three where we just pre pretend that you know oh well they did that but it's not that bad with someone like drake right um and it's it blows my mind because there's no there's no shame they were just they were just pen pals y'all just 
<laughs> yeah, God. But I mean, like, let's take it to the extreme. Let's talk about something that makes people uncomfortable. All right, so so let's let's just go for example with uh, the H.P. Lovecraft example. Okay, H.P. Lovecraft was uber racist. He hated black people. He said the N word, and he was a misogynist. And uh, we need to get rid of him, even though he's from a hundred years ago. Bad guy, right? Okay, I'll grant you that. Let, let's get rid of H.P. Lovecraft. When are we getting rid of Disney? Yeah. When are we throwing Walt Disney and Disneyland and Disney World and all the parks and all his yeah, well, uh, Disney classic was, like, movies? Really anti-Semitic too. And well, he was anti-Semitic. Because... He was, you know, he he <laughs> allegedly I had to say allegedly because there's no hard proof. Uh, even though there's tons and tons of, of evidence of him being uh, a pedophile and being into little boys. Uh, he was a Freemason, uh, as well as, uh, you know, just, just all sorts of reprehensible stuff, you know. No, and but but you don't understand. He made The Little Mermaid, and when I was a little kid, I wanted to be The Little Mermaid. You don't understand. No, you don't understand, though. It, it's, 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 it's... I can, it's I can legit, cut that man. out. Yeah, cool, thanks. <laughs> but, but I mean... Uh, but I mean, like, we can even take it a step further because, oh, well, that was 100 years ago. I don't care about Beauty and the Beast. I don't I don't care about any of these classic movies. OK, cool. What about how the CEO of Disney throughout the 90s and through most of the 2000s? Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but in 2020, he got sentenced to, to what was it? Like, I forgot what he got, how many years he got sentenced to, but he got sentenced for being a pedophile and for literally trafficking and screwing kids sounds real palatable to me yeah it, i don't it's, know man it's, it's just it's and, and no, no media I mean. no media talked about it you know they'll, they'll talk about epstein all day because no one really knew who epstein was for the longest time they they just knew that he was some billionaire that was friends with a bunch of politicians and, and whatever so he can go down in flames no one cares no one's going to defend him you know Ghislaine maxwell is the fall woman and uh, it's totally fine. Well, those two are responsible for everything. No one else could possibly, you know, have been involved in that group. Oh, yeah. Um, but if it's a small time drug ring, like or small time drug bust where it's just literally a bunch of people like fucking buying pot off of one guy, all the accomplices are needed. We're going to tear like this entire fucking social network apart well, by having people snitch law. on each other. I mean, that's going to the law. I'm just talking about public consensus. When it's someone we like or it's some some entity that we don't exactly know super well that, uh, you know, is a big CEO for, you know, a corporation as big and as powerful and prestigious I, as Disney. I guess, I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just salty because, it. I guess I'm just salty because the fucking trial couldn't list all of the people defending Maxwell. It's almost you know? like they're protecting people. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's, exactly that's a conspiracy the theory. That's a whole. They would never, they would never protect high level political and, and big Dude, business just... CEOs that might possibly have been in the black book and have flown on the Lolita Express and partaken in some uh, less than legal activities. But that's not here, no there. That That's conspiracy theory crap. We can't talk about that. That's speculation. Just, yeah. I let me just, just wanna... go, let me go get your tinfoil hat. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you put on your tinfoil hat and, and I'm going to go back to my room and uh, turn on my heat lamp and eat some crickets. <laughs> Live in your pod. Eat the bug.
live in a pod. A bug. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's why all these fucking like higher ups don't have any problems telling us to live in small enclosed spaces and eat bugs because they're all fucking. Well, they view us. As, they view us as ants, dude. They they view us as nothing. Like they look like I, ants. Well, my favorite thing is all these all these same people who are like, oh, we need to we, we need to tax the corporations. We need to attack big business, man. We need to go after these politicians, the billionaires. They say all that, but then um, they'll listen to Bill Gates sit there and screech about, oh, green energy and the, the, the climate crisis. You need to eat the bugs while he's eating Wagyu steak every night. Yeah. Like, well, that's always get the out hypocrisy of, here. of it all is, is actions versus words, you know? Like, yeah, but people sure, can't look can at that. Whatever. You, you can you... say whatever you want <laughs> and preach whatever you want. What are these assholes actually doing, though? Well, and the thing is, when you dig into those skeletons, right? Like the skeletons, that bug, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, when you dig into the, the the skeletons in those people's closets, it's the same thing. Like, no one cares uh, that you know Bill Gates is a eugenicist and that he was part of that whole thing. No one cares that Donald Trump, you know, flew in the lolly, or I don't know if he flew in the lolly express, but he used to be a big fan and a big friend of Epstein. No one wants to talk about the Clintons and how much Bill was literally in bed with Epstein and how he flew on the lolly express, like what, 20 something times, 22 times? No, was left behind it? a secret service to do so, yeah. Yeah, and, and just all that stuff. No one wants to talk about that. That's conspiracy theory stuff. You're not allowed to talk about the elites. No, You're anything. not allowed to talk about that. But, but hey, Louis C.K. jerked off in his own room, in his own house, in front of some guests. And he's not allowed to do a stand-up ever again. And for the record, I don't even like Louis C.K. I think he's unfunny. Cancel me. Cancel me. I think Louis C.K. is unfunny, and I, I don't care that he was canceled. But it's just I don't the think dichotomy. I've ever laughed at a Louis C.K. joke in my life. But yeah, neither even then, I. I can still see the dichotomy. Yeah, it's just the dichotomy of things. It's it's when you point out that maybe these, you know, extreme billionaires who have the ability to literally do whatever they want, pay off anything to get out of trouble with whatever they want, be able to control any government institution by bankrolling them behind the scenes. You know, you're you're a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. You're nuts for pointing that out or for talking about it. And, you know, anytime they're involved with something super greasy, it's bad. But, you know, we just accepted that Hollywood and the music industry and the film industry is full of grease balls. And full Dude, of Hollywood creeps. can be outwardly satanic and people will just be like, oh, it's whatever, man. But like, you know, you're just anytime seeing anybody in, has in the any eyes of the, spicy political the eyes of the public, views. Being satanic is a fucking good thing now. So. Well, it comes back. It comes back that to it comes so back to much. good old. It comes. It comes back to good old Alista Crowley. Well, where... I, I come from a fucking like line of pagan people, and I don't fucking like that because it's just like it's it's really fucked because it, it's it's all based off of the most deplorable fucking nihilistic take of any type of like and they disguise it and wrap it up in this new age spiritual spiritualistic that's why i hate people that say they're do it wicked, thou will, right? bro do it though will do it bro thou will. it's like yeah okay just let your pleasure sensors run wild and like fucking you know yeah but it's just people really don't see any problem with and and, and every time i bring up like hedonism with any any one of like I, i've had a few friends in the past that i've just randomly brought it up with it's like you know hedonism isn't a good way to live your life it's like well you know if you contain it it's like no you, you don't contain it if you're a hedonist you're a hedonist you know you don't contain it's hedonism. coomers man it's coomers and yeah, consumers it, it, you know no you one don't wants to... like well, you're I mean... either a hedonist or you're not there's no 
you know, the, chasing and trying to maximize pleasure is not a virtue in life. And and you bring that up and people get really fucking defensive and start talking about moderation. It's like, yeah, moderation is great to have, but th I'm not talking about moderation. I'm talking about the yeah. fucking cum obsessed <laughs> wasteland that we live in these days where everybody's just like a fucking swipe away from depositing their reproductive load into a complete stranger. I have yeah, a problem yeah. well, with that, and it, and I, I'm I'm apparently an incel for having a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? it, it just it just it, it kind of plays into things where again we're gonna look the other way on the whole drag kid thing, you know, from earlier. We're gonna we're gonna look away on that because you know you're impeding the sexual revolution. You're impeding whatever coomer disgusting hedonistic yeah. crap that we're trying to now push onto kids to justify you, you look, our society. If you, but if you have if you have a spicy political take or you say an edgy joke that's it like how well, telling not is to that? mention not to mention the fact that if you're if you're living in a quote sexual revolution that first off that's like a fucking privileged ass take if you're if you're in a sexual revolution you're you're fucking your civilization has already reached a high point you know, if you can start viewing sex as something in, as like outside of survival, that's not because, mechanical. Yeah, yeah, like because because like beforehand and in, in nature, even to this day, with like non-human creatures, um, sex is just a fucking survival mechanism, and all the all the um, the the chemical and trappings that come with it just make it more incentivizing so that people can reproduce and it's just <laughs> yeah exactly that that's all it is and you can't bring that up either because apparently that's not I, I just uh, it, it makes me think of this uh, this clap don't back. get me wrong it, it makes me think of I think my favorite clapback I've ever seen uh, on the internet and that was uh, this girl that was uh, basically saying. You know, bunnies are, are horny all the time, and they screw a whole lot. We even say screw like rabbits, and we used to look at them as fluffy and cute. How come we can't do that for women? And then this, this bunnies total, get eaten this alive total, by wolves no, 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 no. much so, more often no. than human beings. No, 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 so, no, no, no. hear me out, hear me out. Yo, That's why they need to fuck all the time. <laughs> no, 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 just, just hear me out. Oh, bunnies, bunnies are horny as hell, and they they screw all the time, and they love sex all the time, but we still look at them as fluffy and cute. How come we can't look at the women like that? Some Chad enters the comment section. Because bunnies mate for life, you fucking fleshlight. <laughs> I, 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 I think I still have that screen cap somewhere, but I saw that and I was like, oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> yeah. And look, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be all like anti like sex or whatever. Like you can't have fun. You can't, you know, you can't have sex. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I totally understand it. Like I, I don't, I don't look down. Everybody on loves a good it. hard fucking once in a while. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's but it's like, it's like alcohol though. Like, like no one, no one bats an eye if you enjoy a drink once or twice a week, or or if you enjoy alcohol, or if you know you. If you, you need one every day. Yeah, exactly. All now it's bad. It's it's now a dependency. But with, with certain things, like for example, sex or or porn, or any of that stuff. You're not allowed to criticize it, or even food. Now we used to look at people who overate and constantly ate uh, as as having yeah, food addictions and and having binge disorders. But now the only eating disorders that exist are the ones that make you skinny. Uh, anorexia is bad and bulimia is bad, but binge disorder is not a thing anymore. We pretend it's not a thing, and being super overweight and being super heavy. No, now you're just fat phobic. Yeah, you're fat phobic. Uh, you know, and I say that as somebody who. You know, I, I've had a, a weight issue for a good chunk of my life, you know, like, and I, and, and I've had my own bouts with eating disorders before, 
you know i've been a big boy i've been tiny i've been in the middle you know it, it I've, I've 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 felt how i felt how hard it is to exist when you're big like you literally hurt all the time mm-hmm. you feel sick you don't feel good your joints but god your, well, fucking your joints, joints but even just like i just felt swollen all the time yeah. and and you know i'm fat phobic now for saying that that's a bad lifestyle that's a bad thing for people to be and saying hey you should hit the gym you should be more disciplined with your diet and it, you know it's not because i hate these people it's because it's not healthy for you it's not healthy for the people around you to now worry about you all the time and oh you shouldn't worry i'm gonna worry about people i care about it's like think about think about the fucking um think about the load that you're putting on to like public health care for instance and this is something you're choosing to do you know this isn't some thyroid condition it's assuming it's not some thyroid well that's condition always their that's always their defense you know they yeah stand on the, not everybody in the world they stand fucking they stand problem. on the victims they morally <laughs> grandstand on the victims uh you know uh, like i knew people who had thyroid conditions and it's it's very apparent which one has a problem and which one doesn't because the person i knew that had like the condition she wasn't necessarily like she wasn't necessarily obese, you know, she just had fat, but you could tell she worked out. She was still at least toned in some spot. She was like, she actually walked often, moved around often. It's just... Well, it's not even about size. There's, There's plenty difference. of big people who you can tell are genetically big, but they take care mm-hmm. of themselves. Right. And they work hard to be healthy versus people who are just gluttons, you know, mm-hmm. and gluttony is, is going to kill you. You know, gluttony, whether it's... You're a glutton for sex. You're a glutton for food. You're a glutton for whatever chemical that you're dependent on. Like it's bad, but I gotta you, have my corn syrup, bro. <laughs> gotta. <laughs> gotta inject your corn syrup, but God, if I don't really, have my corn syrup, then then I'm not. I don't feel okay. Yeah, but you know, I guess just to, to finish what I'm saying, it's just like you're only allowed to criticize certain things. You're not allowed to criticize other things that are just as destructive because that might hurt someone's feelings. And mm-hmm. we put people's emotional well-being and their hedonism above the health of our personal health, the health of our society, you know, the health of our children, you know, because like I look at all these fat parents, right? And I feel bad for their kids because it's, you know, again, it's one thing if like, you know, you're a mom, you have a kid and, you know, the pregnancy caused you to have some sort of you know issue with your body to where now yeah yeah, now you're just predisposed to be bigger and that's one thing right like i don't i don't look down on anyone for that right i have medical problems i i know how (laughs) i know how much it sucks but that's one thing but there's other things where it's just like i look at these dads who let themselves go uh for no reason besides they you know well i'm tired after work and blah 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 blah, and they just got to have their they got to have their uh, you know two to six beers every night you know, which is just going to pack on the pounds and bloat them up. And they're eating fast food all the time and all that kind of stuff and just making themselves huge. And it's like, look, I get that you're accepting the, the risk or whatever, you know, you're accepting that this is going to cut your life down. You know, I, I, you know, I smoke, so I get it. You know, you make do with certain things if you want to do that. But it's different when you have children that are dependent on you and now it's like even if these children are adults now they're still your kids and eventually your grandkids if you have some you know now they don't get to enjoy their family for the time that they should because you're going to die too early Mm -hmm. if you're some childless person who doesn't have a spouse or you have a spouse that's on the same page as you or whatever then then, you know you want to be hedonistic you want to be a glutton do your thing 
but you know i just think it's gross that we don't consider our friends and our family anymore and, and that's ever... considered toxic now you know oh i have bound i have boundaries it's, it's not pc enough yeah yeah, yeah boundaries you ever, you ever to... see like you ever see like an old couple that that's just so far like entrenched in their their hedonistic ways that they kind of act like children a little bit you mean the boomer like generation? i'm talking like <laughs> i mean besides besides <laughs> the, the, the the typical you know but but i mean like like i'm talking extraordinary examples here i'm talking about dyeing their hair ridiculous colors and and going out dressed in like clothes that only younger people should wear and look I, as much the... as i like to laugh at that i'm not going to give anyone crap for enjoying the last you know 20 years of their life and just having a good time yeah i mean I just think Sometimes it's I, can, I might I can laugh. See how it's no, no, but like, yeah, but embrace your age, damn it! Like, God, like, I, I don't think that that you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe it, this is just me, you know. I mean, if 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 you if anybody wants to live their life this way, you know, go right the fuck ahead. I mean, clearly nothing's stopping you, but you know, it's all, just all I'm gonna say. Nobody is wants no matter... to age. Nobody wants to age gracefully anymore. Nobody wants to fucking like actually admit, hey, you know, I'm getting old. You know, maybe I should just like except that not really let my spirit die because of it or not really like stop having the fun only because of it the time but i really have an issue you know? with it is when you see like all of these older women and i say women because it, it is predominantly women yeah um who go through all of these procedures this plastic surgery to look younger. yeah that's when i have and then they, they'd end up just like, looking like an uncanny flesh doll yeah, or, or like, they or they end up dying from the fucking complications. I mean, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, because it's. Uh, I don't care how much shit I get for this. If you Botox your lips or you start getting like silicone put into you, you're literally signing your death warrant. Or if you don't die early from it, you're you're just going to set yourself up to look fucking disgusting in a couple of years. Because I work with those chemicals, actually. Um, for anyone who doesn't know me personally, listening to the podcast. Um, uh, I'm a wagey and um, I am a mold maker and I prototype things and I make things and I use silicone and it's similar silicone. All silicone is still silicone. All plastic is still plastic. It might be a little bit safer to have implanted in you. It might be a little safer to be put in you, but it's still plastic. It's a uh, non-organic um, chemical and it's a non-organic you know, thing that you're sticking inside of yourself. And your body will reject it. You know, like, the reason why, like, people will get, like, for example, like, silicone and, like, whether it's dudes getting, like, silicone chests to look buff or, or girls getting fake tits or whatever, your uh, body will reject the silicone eventually. <laughs> well, I mean... Imagine being that afraid of push-ups. I'm just the thousands of dollars. Are you gym-phobic? Gym-phobic. Yeah, yeah, gym-phobic. That should be another one. Fat-phobic? Nah, you're just gym-phobic. I'm afraid of all men named Jim. Thank you. I have a legitimate reason to be afraid of all men named Jim. I'm not... That that story is not podcast-friendly, but but yeah, no. But, but no, um, yeah, I don't care. You know, fuck your feelings if you have that stuff. And I'm, I have personal friends that have that stuff in them. And again, if you get like a minor amount of work done or whatever, you're going to be fine, you know, for the most part. Okay, but wait, that's, but, that's the thing though, is like, I feel like people 
kind of have lost what minor amount of work entails. And then uh, you I get these probably... people who who brush off how big of a procedure something like a liposuction or tummy tucks yeah. are. Those are fucking horrible for your body. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the, the end result is. Well, I think they're they're awful for you. I think I think the only time plastic surgery needs to not be completely shamed is if it's being used to sort of, you know, make scars look less fucking atrocious or something or mm. you know, something like that where it's like some kind of weird cuz I mean I've I've kind of been through, you know, procedures like that where um, they would make like scar tissue look less. There's a difference apparent. between plastic surgery was... and cosmetic, like uh, yeah. There's an application. You know what for I mean? There's like, an application. There's an application, yeah, but I, I think mean... a lot of uh, a lot of these people, I think a lot of doctors actually, a lot of uh, plastic surgeons are, are basically taking advantage of if and if not like profiting off of people's insecurities. Well, they're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell not, you what's you know, going to happen to you. They're not going to tell you how how bad in, in it is. In my honest you. opinion, that's not medicine. You know, that's not practicing fucking medicine. <laughs> you're you're not you're not trying to better anybody's cosmetic. health by doing yeah. that. You know, and, and it is a literal elective surgery at that point. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, again, it's one thing if like let's say, let's say you really lost the genetic lottery and you're you're really nasty looking or whatever. And you you just you gotta fix it, right? I'm not gonna judge somebody for maybe having like their jawline worked on, or or you know their their uh, their cheekbones worked on, or maybe a you know, hair transplant or something. I will hair transplants are pretty safe, so I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Unless you're getting it in India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a whole nother can of worms. But I mean like if you're if you're just doing something minor or whatever and it's a mostly safe sort of procedure you know that that's one thing i don't i don't think like getting hair plugs or again like let's say let's say you're you're a bigger person that's lost a ton of weight and you have like a skin problem you know you yeah. have like the skin folds and you want to get rid of that or, or any of that stuff like there, there's applications for that surgery and for stuff like that but then you get to the point where um i think of elon musk's mom is a really good uh, example of this because if you ever look at her Obviously, she she has the access to the best plastic surgeons ever, and she doesn't look horrifying or anything like that. But the amount of upkeep that she probably has to do, the amount of procedures that she probably see on a consistent basis to stay looking like that when she's that old, mm-hmm. you know, it's that that's not natural. And you know, for anyone who isn't a billionaire and doesn't have access to literal millions to throw at you know surgeries and cosmetic you know procedures a year. You're going to go get something done on a consumer level and eventually you're not going to have the upkeep and just look at um, even someone like Trisha Paytas, who's rich, look at her lips. Uh, you know, there was a, a, a time where I don't know if she just wasn't getting them Botox anymore, but like one half of her lip was like super puffy and the other half was like deflated. And that's because all that Botox is her, her body's rejecting it and it's just trying to push it out. So it's pushing it to one side. I mean, look at the the Bogdanov or Bog Boganadov. I don't know how to pronounce their names, but you know what I'm talking about, right? The the, the twins that recently passed. Oh COVID. yeah, yeah, the crypto twins. A drop it, you know. That's... Yeah. <laughs> he bought drop it. Um. But yeah, like like just. I mean, if you look at one of them, y- you couldn't honestly ask me like. 
like they don't even look human you know like yeah because you're putting you're literally putting plastic and silicone in your body but it's like if these people were grown up if these people grew up with like the the mentality of you know hey if i don't look like ideal to my standards instead of like wishing to literally remold my face instead of that i could maybe i don't know just try to practice ways to well i don't know maybe if i can talk about something a little morbid um morbid and hilarious tragically hilarious um so bringing back silicone and silicone injections so at work like if you don't want to handle silicone if you got to cut you don't want that that stuff in your bloodstream it's Mm -hmm. highly toxic um but i i never it never hit home to me until uh, in 2018 there was a story on um what was his name he went under like the name tank but i'm trying to remember what his his real name was uh jack something um i forgot his i forgot his name um, <laughs> no he was this dude that was uh you know kind of sadly enough he was groomed by an abuser in the lgbt community this this uh he used to run a blog on tumblr it's one of the biggest blogs and they're called noodles and beef and he had an instagram and this guy like totally dropped off the face of the planet after all this stuff happened and it blew in his face but he would get a he would groom these insecure men who either had body dysphoria or you know whatever it was right and then he would push them to either start gaining weight by overeating or mm-hmm. by working out a lot and bulking up and then he would fly them out they'd be they'd be in his little like harem of you know butch um what are they called bears you know and they were all into pup play so they'd be his pups or whatever and um and he would start giving them steroids and all that kind of stuff so they'd start like bulking up and getting huge uh, and here's where it gets morbid uh, but also hilarious trying uh, to make a private army or what no his fetish he this so you know the guy himself doodles and beef uh, I, can't, I wish i could remember his name uh, dylan something he he had a fetish for but he had body dysphoria, uh, dysphoria himself you know, and he viewed himself as too small, so he always wanted to get bigger and bigger and bigger until he had a, a fatal heart attack. And that's kind of when he started to more try to do that to other people. But part of his fetish was uh, injecting silicone into his balls and into the balls of his pups until they were like comically huge. And so this tank dude yeah. died because his balls were literally the size of basketballs. I'm not kidding. You can find was, the pictures on Google. Yeah. They were the Jack size Chapman. Jack Chapman, yeah. Um they were the size of basketballs and he talked about it with a friend of his too about how much he regretted getting those done because it rendered him impotent because it's almost like you're putting plastic and silicone into your body. Um, he kept injecting that. And eventually during one of the procedures, uh, the person injecting him nicked a vein. So he got the silicone in his bloodstream and it gave him a heart attack because that stuff is fatal. It will kill you. But yeah. Healthy dose of depression for you. <laughs> how we got to, how we got from people idolizing drake even though he's uh, a creep groomer to a mentally ill man 
inflating his balls to comedic sizes. I don't know, but uh, welcome to the Hush you know, Podcast, I I, guys. I was gonna say, I, I think that's just we've got to accept that fate. <laughs> it happens every. It happens every episode. <laughs> yeah, like but, if you clicked on this video, you knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> maybe, maybe not to this extreme, but you knew it was coming. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, would, I think I would very much like to say um, one thing, and. Um, one thing that I've definitely learned from this podcast is uh, uh, pee pee poo poo, poo poo pee pee, pee pee. One small step for pee pee, and one large step for And look, man, on one hand, you have pee pee, and on the other hand, you have poo poo. Don't look at me. I'm over here just chewing my poo poo pee pee gum. It's fine. Well, with that being said, I think we're going to wrap it here, guys. So, uh,. Thanks for joining us today on the Hush Podcast. Send us your hate mail at thehushpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us comments, you know, do the whole gambit. Hey guys, remember to like this video. Sponsored by Raid Shadow Legend. And remember to hit up our Patreon. God. What are you doing? It's that that weird upbeat like stock music Oh god, yeah. Facebook video. Yeah, for real. There's always like almost... a really distorted robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good night, I guys. Wish I was a really we'll we'll see you. Robot. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>